0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and today we're visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd. Our guests today include uh, Brainerd City Administrator Cassandra Torstenson and Brainerd City Engineer Paul Sandy. Folks, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thank you and good morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh,
0: maybe we'll start with you, Cassandra. Uh, first of all, you surprised us all when, <laughs> uh, after only being here a couple of years,
1: just shy of two years. Just shy yet. of two
0: years. Uh, sounds like you found a dream job, though.
1: And we are so incredibly excited. We've lived away from home the better part of my entire adult life, So, <laughs> and we have four children. So our children have grown up without grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins, Aww. and so we did. We got an opportunity to go back to Illinois, and I've accepted a position as the Assistant County Administrator for Lake County, Illinois. Uh, we're really excited. It's uh, the third largest county in the state of Illinois. They have a, just shy of 3,000 employees. Oh, wow. Almost a $500 million budget. And uh, they're sandwiched right between Milwaukee and Chicago um, with about three quarters of a million people. So wow. it's just a huge opportunity. It's pretty exciting, and yeah. to
2: be by family that's always the that's always the icing right on the cake. So that's, that's what great. we're excited about. Yeah, <laughs> I, bet. I bet. Grandma and
1: Grandpa are going to live about a half mile from where we're going to be, and all the cousins and aunts and uncles. And so fantastic. My kids can't wait to see the cousins and everything every day. Well,
2: well congratulations. Best of luck. Yeah, and good luck to you. That's
1: fantastic. Yeah. Thank so you. So,
0: what's the plan for your position uh, as you get ready to leave? And remind us when you're leaving again.
1: So my last day is actually October 3rd, um, and the plan is that hopefully this evening the council will appoint an interim city administrator. Um, I'm not sure who they're they're going to appoint, but hopefully they'll appoint somebody this evening, mm-hmm. and that person then will start training with me immediately so that I can transition any projects that are underway. Cool. Um, and I don't know the council's full intentions, but I think they're looking at a three- to six-month interim appointment so that they can go through a hiring process. Okay. All right.
0: Busy city council meeting tonight, too. Are they looking at a replacement city council member tonight?
1: Yes, this is exciting, right? So Sue Hilgart um, has resigned, and she has relocated out of state. So congratulations, Sue. Very exciting for her as well. Um, So they are looking to fill her position, and we did have five applicants. And so we will be doing the interviews this evening. Um, and uh, reappointing somebody to fill in in that role Mm -hmm. for a short term so that person will have to run for election in the 2020 election Mm -hmm. okay but from now until then they will fill that seat and i think they said the paper said that there was five that are in the running for today
2: that's correct there are five point good all right we will see what happens there
0: uh it seems to me last time you were here we you also had david chansky with you the uh, city planner and he was talking about the uh, community development and the planning and so on and isn't there a, a meeting coming up very soon
1: there are a couple of big milestones it's pretty exciting the comprehensive plan is nearly complete and so the planning commission will hold a public meeting to consider the adoption of the comprehensive plan on wednesday september 18th at six o'clock in the city council chambers um, so that is the public uh, public hearing, which is an opportunity for the public to express their thoughts on the plan before it's adopted, sure. but prior to that, the planning commission is actually holding a um, meeting or a workshop this Wednesday to work through some of more some more of the comprehensive plan details. Cool. So we have gotten some comments and feedback, and they're just going to sit down and talk through that. It's not necessarily a, a public hearing this Wednesday, but it's just a workshop to talk okay. through anything that's left that maybe was unresolved or that they have questions or concerns on cool. before the final public hearing. And then after the public hearing, um, the council will then get to vote on its adoption. Okay. Um, so this this is the final public comment period on September 18th. And if anyone wants to read it, the comp plan is available on the city's website. Very good.
0: Now, Paula, do you play a pretty large part in this uh, planning when it comes to the cities and or the city streets and so on?
3: Yeah. Well, the comprehensive plan is a little different document than what my department kind of focuses on, and that's okay. our five-year street and sewer uh, capital plan, and that's what my department's really been working on the last couple of months. And we recently had a presentation at the city council meeting, giving them a first glimpse of the plan, sure, and then we put it out on our website now for the public to go ahead and view uh what we've come up with um, It has cost estimates and things um where we're 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 planning on working uh each year and uh so I invite the public to please go and view the plan on the city's website and if you have any comments or concerns or anything that you've noticed around town, that may need some work. Um, you're free to either write us or give me a phone call because all those comments will be brought forward uh, on the October 7th meeting to discuss.
0: Yeah. Now, obviously, you must have kind of a formula or a uh, method to how this all goes about. Uh, And I would think part of it is what streets have not been touched for the longest time, where maybe some infrastructure is getting really old. So tell us about that process, if you will.
3: Yeah, we look at our street uh, system in multiple ways. Uh, we do have a pavement management program where we'll actually go out and we have equations where we go and rate streets. We measure cracking distresses. We measure potholes. We measure any kind of distress we see. And uh, this equation comes out with a score, and the score is between 0 and 4. And that's how we really decide what streets we're going to be working on first. A lot of it has to do with the age of the street, obviously. Sure, sure. You know, we. We try to plan on kind of a 40-year life cycle of our pavement. So obviously the closer we get to that 40 years, the more in need the pavement's probably going to be. So um, that's one of the first things we look at. We do take into consideration um, complaints, or you know, um, from residents. You know, what what are the people seeing? You know, obviously, me being one person, I can't be on every street every day. Right. We can't see everything, um, so we do uh, take those into consideration. We had to kind of maneuver the plan around a little bit based on some higher priority needs, some streets that kind of fell apart this spring. Um, so that is another uh, area we do look at with the plan. Um, and the last area obviously is infrastructure under the ground. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times what you don't see, it's not a problem. Well, <laughs> we have an old city, an older city, and we have, uh, infrastructure that is obviously aging at a rapid pace. Yes. And, um, so we do take into consideration the age of the infrastructure under the street. Um, does it need to be completely dug out and replaced? Can we do maybe a different type of technology like, a a pipe liner or something of that nature to where we can get another life cycle out of that same pipe and put something inside of it to make it last longer. So there are different things we look at with the plan, and then we do our best uh, effort to uh, make sure we're hitting the biggest priorities first and you know, um, down on the line. So uh, the plan right now covers the years 2020 to 2024. So oh, wow. okay. next five years. And we're going to work on formulating kind of a list past that too. It was um, kind of the council's direction to look at maybe what are the 2025 and 2026 projects we might be looking at so that people have an opportunity to kind of see which streets we're looking at past this plan. So
0: Very interesting. Yeah. It also tells me that uh, the previous plan has uh, another year to go? Did it, or no, I, actually this expires this year, doesn't it? Yeah, That's correct. So huh?
3: the construction projects obviously going on right now we're just uh you know we're we're in the middle of a larger project down in buffalo hills but there's a lot of the other stuff that's wrapping up currently so um a lot of people in northeast have probably been seeing a lot of work going on up there we've been working up there and obviously our college drive work uh when mndot was having some issues with their 210 bridge you all oh, got boy. to see that, <laughs> that was right a up little dicey
2: for a sec wasn't it <laughs> <laughs>
3: so you guys got to see firsthand what we were doing on college drive when you were using that during the at that time so um, we had a very busy summer, but all in all, it's coming together very nicely. So Good. Excellent. That's good. All right. Anything else we should know from
0: your department, Paul?
3: No, I don't think so. Um, you know, David uh, wanted to kind of touch on um, something with lawn care when we get into the fall season, and this directly affects my department with um, streets and street sweeping. Um, We want to make sure that people, you know, not only take care of their lawn, but making sure that they don't um, blow whatever uh, grass clippings, leaves, or anything out into the street. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a city ordinance that deals with that. Um, It obviously, it makes more work for our guys, and stormwater quality is obviously a big issue. And when we have leaves and grass clippings being blown out into the street, it affects our storm sewer system and affects water quality. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that people keep the clippings and your leaves in the street and pick them up and dispose of them properly.
2: And those fall motorcyclists probably don't want it in the street either.
3: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, There's enough leaves that get in the street on their own. Right. Right. That's the way I've always seen it. So exactly. So you add to it with blowing them out there or whatever the case, and that really can be a mess. Right. Um, uh, you also, I know, uh, have had a... Uh, what is it, an ordinance that talks about uh, grass and height of grass and so on? Has that been going well this year so far, or is there still a few uh, residents that need to be reminded?
3: Yeah, there's always, you know, um, we deal with it every summer, you know, this, you know, residents needing gentle reminders to mm-hmm. keep their grass, and the ordinance is 6 inches, so that deals with grass and weeds. So oh, okay. um, we just ask that any uh, grass and weeds are, that are over that amount, you know, get taken care of. Um, you know, like I said before, we can't be everywhere. Right. Um, and if I, we invite the public, if you do see problem areas around town, to mm-hmm. make sure you give City Hall a call and we can um, go take a look at it. You sure. know, sometimes yeah. we're not even the best at, you know, making sure that our city property is done. So yeah. um, so it's uh, one of those things where we all work together. We can keep our city looking nice. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Very situation, good.
2: situation where we may need to lend a hand to that neighbor, give him a
1: hand.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Cassandra, do we have any farmer's markets left for the year?
1: We certainly do. We have three more. So if you want to get those fall vegetables and uh, do some more canning or freezing of your vegetables, you've got three more opportunities to come to the downtown market. It will end at the end of September. It's on Tuesdays between 3 and 6 p.m., but like I said, only three left.
2: All right. It's been a good run, though. There's been entertainment, music, and that kind of thing,
1: too, right? It's been a lot of fun this yeah. summer. We have had a lot more vendors than normal. We had um, Last year, we only had five or six, mm-hmm. and this year we're up to between 11 and 15 Dang. on any given week. Nice. Uh, last year, we had some musicians that came throughout the summer, but we didn't have every week programmed. And this summer, we pretty much have every single week programmed except for the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's a musician out there that would like to still play, we do have some cool. openings left for the last two markets this summer. Um, but, yeah, it's been, it's been great. The vendors have been really happy. Down, uh, most of the downtown businesses that I've had a chance to get into have seen increased revenues that's because good. of it. There's more foot traffic. Um, um, so that's, it's accomplishing what it was set out to do, which that's is to exactly bring a bigger good. awareness to the fact that we have an incredible downtown. Mm-hmm. There's awesome stores down there, and we wanted to draw an audience for them.
2: Yep, and a farmer's market will bring them out, that's for sure. Sure will. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All the good Excellent.
0: stuff. Um, you should also bring us up to a date on how things are going at Gregory Park because uh, there is a new facility going up, and a lot of people have even asked us, what's happening over there?
3: <laughs> yeah, so um, we are currently working on a uh, Gregory Park, uh, a brand-new shelter. So basically um, the shelter will have ADA-compliant restrooms. Uh, it will have kitchen and a covered pavilion area. Um, and it'll uh, second as a warming house. So obviously there's rinks out there and things. So um, so the schedule currently is to have it done uh, right around October 11th, um, which is just in time for the pumpkin festival. So <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. And with the kitchen involved
0: and the pavilion, this new facility, will uh, folks be able to rent this out for... Maybe a family get-together or a wedding or something like that?
1: Yeah, just like any of our other shelters or pavilions around town or parks, you can rent this out when it's complete. Mm-hmm. Um, the community's pretty excited about it. Those that we've had a chance to talk to can't wait. They're looking yeah. forward to using it for all kinds of things, like birthday parties or weddings or, you know, baby showers or just, you know, family baby gatherings. Get-togethers, yep. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Great place for a family gathering. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful park.
2: So October 11th, kind of the date we're looking at. Yes. All right.
0: Okay. Anything else we should talk about?
1: We are actively always seeking um, nominations for Community Member of the Month, so those are always open. So if you ever have any member of the community you'd like to recognize for a good deed that they've done, please do feel free to fill out that application, which you can get on our city website.
0: Oh. Is there a certain criteria you're looking for? Or is it kind of wide open if we feel that someone should be nominated for this? Just uh, check out the nomination form on the website.
1: It's pretty wide open. It's just, you know, if you you have a neighbor that did a good deed or, you know, somebody else in the community that did something that was exceptional and you want to you want to call them up and say thank you Mm -hmm. for for being a good citizen or, you know, a great neighbor or helping giving a helping hand to somebody. It's just an opportunity to say thank you and to publicly recognize those great people in our community. And there's there's a lot of them. There are.
0: <laughs> All right. And you said you will you find that on the city website. That's correct. All right. Paul, you also said your uh plan is on the website.
3: Correct. Yeah. And
0: I would assume that when the uh 5-year plan is put in uh is uh, adopted and put into place, that too will be on the website. Correct. Okay.
3: Yep, yep. that is the plan currently, so.
0: Excellent. All, All right. right. Well, folks, thank you so much for being here today to keep us up to date on what's happening in the City of Brainerd.
2: Thank you. Thank you both. Thanks again for having us. And good luck, Cassandra. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Our guests today, the Brainerd City Administrator, Cassandra Torstenson, and Brainerd City Engineer, Paul Sandy. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.